It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and today, just want to talk about Denny Avdia and some updates about his working out with Drew Hanlon this offseason and to get to some reasons why Denny Avdia can make a leap and who do I think will start at the small forward position. Uh, let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, Wizards fans? This is your host, The Real Ed Oliver. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today, I just want to talk about Denny um, and his workout process with Drew Hanlon so far. He did an interview, or uh, Drew Hanlon did an interview with a um, with a newspaper or media source from Israel. So they um, got some contact with what Denny's been working on the process, why Drew Hanlon decided to work out with Denny Avdia, what was the prerequisites and, not, and, and Drew Hanlon definitely gave some insightful information on um, why he's been working out with Denny and what they've been doing, what they've been striving to improve on uh, with Denny Avdia over over this uh, offseason. I want to talk about some some things that I see, some numbers that I pulled that could show that Denny could make a leap. And then to answer a mailbag question, somebody also asked, uh, who do I see starting at the small forward position for the Washington Wizards this upcoming season? So uh, I do want to read some quotes. This is from uh, Drew Hanlon, who is the personal trainer for Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum. If you guys don't know who he is, Kelly Oubre. He's worked out uh, Joel Embiid. Um, it's called Pure Sweat Fam. That's the company that you know he has started his brand. Started out working out with Bradley Bill in St. Louis. He's from St. Louis as well. Worked out Bradley Bill. Worked out Jason Tatum. So he, he's got some big fish, some big guys. <clears throat> excuse me on on his list. Of guys that he's trained so i'm just gonna do it's gonna be a lot of reading some quotes here just to start off just to get some context let you guys know keep you guys in the know what's going on with our young guys and our young um young gun and, and denny obvious so um this question is it starts off um when were you approached about denny obvious did you agree right away or did you take some time to think about it before reaching a decision uh, Drew Hanlon quote went on to say, it took some time until I returned an answer. I made some phone calls with people who are close to Denny, and that's in order to understand how he is as a person. I talked with the Wizards management, with his teammates, with people I knew that know him, and with an Israeli developmental coach, Yogev Berdugo. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name. I wanted to know everything about Denny as a player and as a person, and I felt he is one of those players who are yet to live up to their great potential. I wanted to wake him up so he could become the player everyone thinks he could be. Uh, another question is, what did Bradley Bill tell you about Denny? Quote, that no one has ever pushed him forward, pushed him forward hard or trained him well. He told me that Denny has tons. Uh, I'm sorry. Quote, that no no one has ever pushed him forward enough or trained him well. He told me that Denny has tons of potential. And he could become an excellent player. But in order for it to happen, he would have to improve his shooting shootings and become more stable mentally. So that quote there from Bradley Bill 
um, was someone telling, you know, you, you see some of the games that Denny had where he was in a slump, where he, he was, he was you know, went cold from the three-point line. He, his rookie season, he went for cold from the three-point line in, in certain stretches. And then this past year where you saw, you know, he was staying in the gym, the Golden State Warriors gym at, at like 11 o'clock or midnight, staying after games. There were games where he had good defensive games, but he just wasn't knocking down threes or he was missing layups and missing bunnies and he would stay after games. You can see him putting the work in and saying, saying that he hasn't been pushed hard enough yet is intriguing. I know Denny is a hard worker. You see a lot of the social media videos and whatnot. You don't want to get caught up in social media videos, but saying that he hasn't put, been pushed hard enough yet is um, definitely something to look at and think about there. Um, you know, Denny's been training his whole life, so I'm hoping that Drew Hanlon is a guy that can push him and, and get the best out of him for sure. Um, the next question is, have you followed Denny before you began working together? Uh, quote said, I didn't miss any of ga any game of Bill's career, so I have watched him a lot. Talking about Denny, but I didn't watch him on live TV in the second part of the previous season because Bill got injured. I really wanted to, I really wanted that will to, I wanted, really wanted that will to return to being, wanted him to return to being an aggressive and highly self a highly self-confident player that he was that is playing strong on the court. I knew he had to improve his shooting beyond the art because if you can space the offense in the modern basketball game, then you'll get more minutes. That's the biggest key for Denny. In addition, I wanted him to know how to take advantage of his size and athleticism on both sides of the court. So um, defensively, what I what I see from Denny, I think he's doing a good job using his length. He's guarding one through four. He, he was probably, he was our, him and KCP were our best defenders. He was our closing defender in the beginning of the season, guarding Brandon Ingram, guarding um, Jimmy Butler, uh, there were times Giannis, Brandon Ingram. There were some big games where Denny had to step up and guard guys who are MVP candidates. John, Giannis is an MVP, MVP candidate. Jimmy Butler is a great two-way player. Um, has been a leader on a team that has gotten to a championship, the Miami Heat in 2020. And they almost got to the championship again with Jimmy Butler leading that team. So these are some big guys that Denny did a great job guarding and showed off his versatility. Offensively, the physicality, I want to see him finish through contact and uh, finish layups and finish above the rim, the athleticism as well where he has to get into the weight room for sure. Um, how many training sessions did you have with Denny is the question. Uh, Drew Hanlon says, quote, we practiced for three consecutive consecutive weeks. Now he is in Israel in preparation for the games with the national team. And I hope that we'll keep working afterwards in the, in U in the U.S. with a few weeks remaining before the start of the season. So Denny will be playing overseas uh, for Israel, for his, for his country, which is awesome. I do wish he would have played in the summer league. Same thing with Corey Kispert. Um, I think they definitely could have benefited from the summer league. You know, you see a lot of guys that played in the summer league. Trey Murphy uh, played in the summer league. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga played in the summer league. Moses Moody. A lot of guys played in the summer league. And I agree with Richard Jefferson saying that guys definitely should have played in the summer league. If you're a rookie or a second-year guy, you need to improve in your game. And I think Danny definitely could have benefited from that. So I do want to watch and see how he does play in Israel overseas um, for the end of this summer. So um, before I do get to some more quotes here, um, this episode, I just want to talk about some, I want to bring up some numbers about Denny and his shot chart. And I, he actually got some numbers show that he got to the rim and finished a little bit better than what I thought, because I know he missed, he missed a good amount of layups. He struggled from zero to three feet within the rim, shooting 63% from zero to three feet within the rim. Um, there's some numbers that I found that are telling that I think Denny can be a strong finisher around the rim and, and be better creating a shot for himself. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by bet online, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines and games. 
Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, so another quote that I found uh, pretty interesting from uh, the Drew Hanlon interview is, a question is, uh, is Abdiya talking to you while he is in Israel? Does he continue to keep asking you questions and learning from far away? Uh, Drew says, yes, I've sent him training programs, so he is working on them alongside one of the Wizards coaches that flew with him to Israel while also practicing with the national team. Uh, Another quote is, which NBA players were working together with Denny? He says Tyler Hero was also here at the same time, but Denny worked mostly with Tyrese Halliburton from the Indiana Pacers and Kelly Oubre from Charlotte. So that's a good competition. Tyler's, Tyrese Halliburton was also drafted in that same class as Denny Obdi and Tyler Hero is another great young player. So it's good to hear. It's good to hear that these guys are definitely competing. Uh, I like to hear that. So, um, Another question is, uh, from what you got to see in here, what do other player, NBA players look at Denny Avdia? Quote says, it's difficult to see because we are in a very early stage of the summer and the competitive games between players only began at the end of July. and the beginning of August, I didn't hear what they had to say about Denny. Um, a main question here is, what did you focus on practice with Denny? And then Drew Hanlon quote says, first of all, shooting. Shooting's gonna, this is me talking. Shooting's going to be big for Denny. That's going to be a swing skill for him to be out there. Um, he is going to be competing with Will Barton for that three spot. Kuz could play the three. Rui could play the three. Rui improved from the three, from the three point um, from the three point line last year. Will Barton was a thirty seven percent three point shooter. He's a 30, 36, 37 uh, percent three point shooter for, for his career. I know it's not ideal for Will the thrill to start at the three, but it's going to be a swing skill. And if if teams don't have to go out there and guard Denny, you know, in the fourth quarter when when things get tight then, you know, other guys may have to play. You may have to put Rui at that three or Will Barton at that three because uh, Denny, he's he's going to have to be a threat out there. And it, and it will be easier for him. You know, they're going to – teams are going to be doubling Brad. Teams are going to be bu- doubling Chris House Porzingis. And you saw – you were able to see how many open shots Chris House was able to create because defenses were really, really bracketing him and, and throwing double teams and shifting their defense towards Chris House Porzingis. So one pass from Chris Tapps – it was a hockey pass. You throw it to Tomas or whoever, and then Tomas would throw it to another open man. It would be an easy assist for Tomas getting an open three for Rui or Denny or Corey Kispert. Um, Drew Hanlon goes on to say, first of all, shooting. We did some small changes to Denny's technique. I like Denny's form. This is me talking here. I like Denny's form. I don't see anything anything wrong with it. I know there's a dip in it, but I think the form is good. It's not a clink. He's not Sean Marion. It's not Michael Kidd Gilchrist at all or anything like that. I think he has a solid form. It's just the touch is not there at all with the shot. So so his quote, so his shooting will become more fluid and clean. A lot of times he was releasing the ball and not bending his wrist enough. And simultaneously, he was laying too much back in his shot instead of jumping more forward with momentum. We focus on his drives to the basket and finishing around the rim. We have still a lot of work to do when it comes to driving from the left side. 
But overall, Denny is no doubt on the right path, especially when it comes to his shooting that did improve. Another question is, what impressed you the most about Denny Avdia in practice? Quote, a quote from Drew Hanlon says, I really love to see how he improved his mental toughness in three weeks. He managed to cope with the tiredness and reaching some new highs emotionally and mentally. A lot of it is going to be confidence for Denny. You could see sometimes that he lost his confidence. He would put his head down. If he missed the layup, he would put his head down instead of running back. Sometimes he does complain to the refs a little too much. I do want to see that get out of him. Just keep playing. I know he likes to body up and be physical. Um, they weren't calling it in the first half of the year, and then things got later. The stars started complaining about the physicality and, and people not being called for fouls. So I thought that it affected his defense a little bit. But um, I think Denny just needs to keep his head up for sure. If he does miss a shot, next play, next play. Um, another question is, uh, what surprised you the most about Denny Abdia during the practice? Um, he says, Drew Hanley says, there weren't too many surprises. I did my homework. The only thing that did surprise me was his humbleness. Before Denny entered the league, some scouts claimed he is arrogant, but I felt he is the total opposite. Wow, I did not know that. I, I would not think that Denny was arrogant at all by looking at and just seeing how he interacts with people um, from afar. Uh, I want to see him more comfortable in himself. I don't know if he lost it at the beginning of the NBA just or just grew up a bit. Felt he is the nicest person ever. So, yeah, I do want to see Denny get more, more mean. And I think he, he needs to get more aggressive and be mean and be meaner out there on the court. Um, another question for the Israel audience. There's really audience. It seems as if before Denny's move to the NBA, Avdia felt more comfortable dunking on other players as he did in the EuroLeague on Gigi Datome. I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Could we expect now to see the same approach in the best league in the world? Question mark. Um, quote Drew Hanlon says it would be very I would be very glad to see it as I said Denny keeps on working on his driving and he's on the right way he is so athletic and I told him that he has to use it to his advantage the main thing I was trying to do was improve his mental aspect so I so I do think Denny did take another step in the right direction in the NBA so I'm gonna bring up some quick numbers here that I found uh, this one's from a basketball index that did show that Denny really did improve on his shot creating and getting to the basket um, so this is from basketball index rim shot creation is our stats showing a player's abilities to generate self-created attempts at the rim guys that are included on the list is John ja Morant, Josh Hart, Denny Avdi and Dylan Brooks are, are the top five players in rim shot creation growth from last season to this year. So it shows. And I think in the second half of the year, when you remember when Denny did the two small ge uh, gesture moves like that, getting to the mid range, um, that one dribble getting to the basket. Now, I know he's still improving on the left hand, but I did see in the second half of the year that he was able to create a shot for himself and get to the basket and, and create around the rim. Now, he did start to finish better in the second half of the year as well. Um, now, defensively, he has a lot of good defensive metrics going his way for sure, but I'm always intrigued when I find the offensive metrics for him. So, um, Denny converted on 52.5% of his twos this season, including a 49.3% clip clip on drives that highlighted a and it highlighted a brew of physicality and speed. This is from uh, Bleacher Report. So 49.3% a 49.3% clip on drives that does that's a pretty good clip. That's that's better than what I thought. So 52.5% on his twos this season is solid, which is about average uh, league average. So. That does intrigue me there. If he can improve on that, improve on the athleticism, getting in the weight room, finishing around the rim, and off of a standing jump, jump as well, just the, the quick leaping, I think that's what he really needs to improve on. And, of course, uh, three-point shooting. So uh, defensively, he's been great. Denny graded out as the fourth-best player in the NBA as expected points saved over the last season. So um, he's in a class of Rudy Gobert, Al Horford, and Klay Thompson, and Gary Payton II. So those were the top five guys. Denny was fourth on expected points saved 
over the last uh, season in 2022. So those are some numbers there. And I, I like what I'm hearing from Drew Hanlon and uh, Denny Avdia working out with Bradley Bill. Now, Bradley Bill, granted, he hasn't shot the three ball well. He didn't shoot the three ball well and worked out with Drew Hanlon. So we'll see how it goes. But I do believe in Denny. I, th- I do think he can make a leap. Um, still young, working on is going to be going to be playing in Israel. I'm going to try my best to find those games and react to those games overall, and um, bring you guys, you know, talk about his performances in those games on the podcast as well. So, just want to talk about Denny um, pretty quickly because that's been the buzz after that interview. So, um, but I'll just uh, who who do I think is going to start at the three? Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I, I have Will Barton starting at the three. The reason why is because I think Wes Unsell Jr., just the familiarity with him and the uh, Nuggets guys, Monte Morris and Will Barton. Now, is it ideal? So I talked to Adam Maris from Locked On Nuggets, and he said defensively that a, a lineup of Bart of Morris, Bill, and Barton, that they would get torched defensively. Now, the only thing is, is that, you know, Denny has to work on his left hand and finishing. Rui has to work on, on you know, moving his feet defensively. Will Barton is, is is an established veteran. He, he brings more playmaking to the roster as well as, you know, he was able to playmake an average four assists per game, getting the ball to Jokic and other guys. Uh, Will Barton can shoot the three as well. He can space the floor. Defensively, I could definitely see some problems there, some mismatches there. It's not ideal. But, Will, like I said, Will Barton is a guy. He's a, he's a prof- constant professional, constant pro. He brings some athleticism. He brings some pop as well would he be better suited as a six man just an explosive score coming off the bench i think that would be the best i in a perfect world on a championship contender i think that would be his role but for this wizards team i see weston so jr starting him and, and maybe it's not about who starts the game it's about who finishes you could interchange and have denny at the three start at the, at the three for defensive pers- purposes but he has to work on his offense and you could have you could have Rui start at the three but he has to work on on defense uh, on sliding his feet moving his feet in offensive awareness, off-ball defense as well. But um, Rui really improved on the three-point line. There was – in the 2020 season, the 2021 – or, yeah, the 2021 season, Rui was one of our best defenders. He was the guy guarding Anthony Davis. He was one of our better defenders. So I, it was just really weird to see how Rui fell off and dropped off. But it's going to be a competition. I'm hoping one of the young guys can grab the bull by the horns and compete with Will Barton, whoever is going to compete for that three-spot. Um, could it be Kuz with a big lineup with Gaff and Porzingis and then Kuz at the three, Bradley Bill at the two, Monte Morris at the one? Could could Kuz start at the three? So it's, it's a couple lineups that you could throw out there. But if I had to guess, kind of thinking in a, in a commander's way where Ron Rivera likes to bring in his Panthers guys, I just feel like Wes Unsell Jr. is bringing his Nuggets guys. And he definitely feels confident, has you know comfortability and, and confidence in those guys. Or Will Barton to start. And KCP, remember, started at the three. So they're not – the Wizards front office or coaching staff 
they're not really looking at the three as the typical three that we think about. You know, a guy who's like six seven, starting at the small four position. The Wizards don't really have a natural three, and it is positionless basketball. So we'll see how it works out. But I think Will Barton will start it at the three. I think just the athleticism that he brings, the pop, the physicality, and the aggressiveness. He is more aggressive than Denny and Rui at this point. So I do think they they can learn from Will Barton being more aggressive um, there. So, um, but a few quotes. I, I promise I would talk about Monte Morris and some quotes that he said. One quote that stood out to me from Monte Morris was talking about um, Bradley Bill. I've always thought that he was quote. I always I've always thought that he was, if not the best two guard in the league. Been a big fan of his game since I was even in college. I think we're going to be a very scary duo. I know he's excited. I'm excited, and I can't wait to get to work. So um, I think this is good because Monte Morris pumping up Bradley Bill. I think we've heard this before. It's the honeymoon phase right now, but I do think that Monte Morris is going to be a good fit next to Bradley Bill. He realizes that, hey, Brad's the best guy on the team. It's not going to be my turn, your turn kind of thing like last year where it was just a clunky fit with the point guard and shooting guard position with Brad and the point guard we had last year. So I just feel like Monte Morris is a guy that doesn't need the ball in his hands, gonna, is going to – has a high assist-to-turnover ratio, is going to fit next to Brad, knowing his role, knowing that Brad is the best player on the team, Brad and also Porzingis. So I, I like hearing that quote right there from Monte Morris, knowing his role, running the offense through Brad, and I think they're going to be a better fit this year. So um, another quote is uh, Monte Morris. I'm looking. Uh, my assist numbers should definitely go up with the talent we have, and and me being able to play make more. You know, in Denver we ran a lot through Nikola to start the offense. I'm looking to up those assist numbers and make everybody be happy when they're on the court with me and having and have fun doing it. I'm a guy who definitely likes getting my teammates going on both ends, so I'm looking forward to that. So that's music to my ears. There, I'm getting a point guard, a pass first point guard. This was that's what Wes Unsell Jr. wants. That's what Tommy Shepard wants, and I think they're getting that in Monte Morris, a guy with a high assist-to-turnover ratio, looking to get guys set up and get their get guys comfortable and get their get in their best spots. Um, the quote that I liked from Will Barton is that the favorite player, his the player that he's looking forward to play with the most is Big Gaff. He talked about Daniel Gafford, a guy that he can throw lobs up to. So I liked hearing that a lot to a, a guy calling him Big Gaff. And uh, when Will Barton gets to the basket, he gets stopped. He says he's just going to throw a lob up to Daniel Gafford. So I'm excited to see that. So. All right, you guys, uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening and uh, making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, get up to date on latest on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked on NBA. Locked on NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. I want to thank you guys for listening and make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.